Young boy run, that young boy shoulda ran Shoulda ran as fast as he can He's looking at himself, he's no longer a young boy He's looking back at a grown man yeah. Young boy run, run They're trying to keep you in the slums, slums Young boy run, run You gotta love yourself these days Welcome to episode 4 of this training talk series with Carl Wellborn on his sub 220 effort in Valencia probably just over three weeks away now we're recording this on a on a Friday afternoon so a little bit late for the week you might as well do do two weeks in one that's how late we are but that's my fault so let's go straight into things Carl how how you doing this week or how you doing last week yes I am very well thank you Aaron how are you yeah not too bad you not injured not feeling ill this week not no no injuries uh no illnesses just very marathon tired i guess which is a good thing and busy at work busy at work busy in everyday life as a parent yes things are a bit hectic so i would like some downtime just before the marathon but we'll see unlikely well, yeah that's not going to happen Carl's got 12 miles to do after this, so we'll go straight into the week and try not to delay his 12-mile run too long. So have you got Monday, last Monday open? Yes, uh, so Monday, it was the 31st, it was Halloween. It was. So seven miles in the morning at 8.06 minute mile, I wore the heart rate strap and had a heart rate of 131 which I made a comment saying that seemed quite high um, for me. not sure why. But, yeah, in the evening, 8 miles, 8.01, I made a comment here saying absolute monsoon. And I even drew a picture of an umbrella with lots of rain coming down. So that was Monday covered. And then we went trick-or-treating. The kids. How, good you, how good you're drawing? Or did you get one of the kids to do it? Yeah, my kids drew on my shoes actually, a bit like Jake, Jake Smith. He's, yeah. He draws on his shoes. Yeah, my kids draw on my shoes uh, for the what London Marathon of year. Uh, you need to see like a random collection of different scribbles. My son drew a picture of a coffee cup, and he wrote a little saying. It said, "Dad, Costa after run." <laughs> That's probably the best, the best part of uh, the drawings. My daughter then just basically, I think, yeah, just coloured the whole trainer in. Um, so, can we get the listeners to send in messages that they can put inside your shoes for Valencia? To, to give to the oh, the kids can do the colouring. I can tell them the suggestions. Anyway, <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday, we are into November, so the marathon is drawing closer. Morning was a session. It was 12 times a K off a minute. Uh, and the way I worked, it was three blocks of four pace-wise. So it was a K at 310, 35, 3, 255, back to 310, 35, 3, 255, 12 times. Um, yeah, the three minutes and the 255, I just made a comment here saying, Jesus with exclamation marks. So that was quite tough, uh, especially the last that? block. That was on a treadmill. So, yeah, that, like, comparatively, like, I do, 
I do Ks. Actually, a few people have asked me about the treadmill, I think, since this podcast. Uh, I don't think I do anything from a rep point of view shorter than a K. I think a K works okay, but I don't seem to have to do anything shorter uh, than, than, a, than a kilometre rep. And the reason I, I, I do that is I know I can only have a minute's recovery because my treadmill will just stop. So I generally just stand to the side for 55 seconds and then yeah, get back on. So I guess I'm having a bit less than a minute just so the treadmill doesn't stop. Um, yeah, so you you're keeping you're not changing the pace at all. You just keep you're just jumping on and off. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'll, I'll just put the pace up. So in this case, it was just going up by a few k. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I do yeah. it slightly. I jump off. No, I don't. I keep I keep going, but I slow it down to thirteen kilometers an hour. Yeah. But you then end up almost doing like five seconds in the rep and then yeah you have to start ramping up 10 seconds before you start your rep so that's right i end up yeah probably doing 90 seconds recovery but probably only getting 75 but i find them tough but i think because the treadmill keeps moving underneath you if you can just keep putting one foot in front of the other they are probably easier sometimes than outside yeah, I guess for me, I, I do find them quite tough as well, like really, really tough. Um, but what I like is this it's more that mental battle because if you only give yourself the options of I either complete the rep or I fall off the back of the treadmill and there is no other option, that works quite well for me. Um, I just, like I won't just give up or slow down. I'll just stick stick to it. Uh, generally, unless I'm like on a raging injury, then obviously I've no choice but to stop. But yeah, I think the mental side is is a is a good way to to train yourself mentally, and it can be quite boring. But I did take on your advice, and I put something on to watch, and it was a really old London marathon. Can't remember the year, maybe around the nineties. So I was watching a really old London marathon uh, where they were still building like Canary Wharf was in development and interestingly what they speak about is how they had to keep going out to remeasure the course because the road system was changing constantly and I thought that was uh, quite amusing that they had to keep going out to remeasure the course Did you know anybody well of course you you wouldn't know anybody but do you remember (laughs) anybody who was running that year? Uh, I know that Lenny Henry couldn't run that year, they made a comment on that but yeah other than that no No um because they used to go over the cobbles didn't they around yeah they um, did that that year they did it yeah yeah i don't actually know where that is in london but i do remember more more impressive the wheelchairs had to go over the cobbles as well and get get like that would be hard work like you think it'd be tough running imagine if you haven't to self-propel a wheelchair over cobbles that would be yeah that would be tough yeah so yeah, the session did the session, got through the session. It was really hard, um, but it but it was done in the evening. Five miles at seven fifty sevens. Wednesday, I did ten point three mile at seven forties. It was a hilly course. Heart rate strap on one twenty nine, so lower on a tougher course for longer duration, whatever that means. But 
it, yeah, that seemed kind of probably about right, I'd say. And in the evening, uh, eight miles at 8.20s, and I just wrote wet, dark, miserable. <laughs> and I saw the osteopath. So the guy that I saw when all of these shoes kicked off with my back and glute. So he saw me and he, I've made a few notes here that he'd said my back mobility is really good now. He said that my mechanics generally, so he looks at all my mechanics, uh, are good. Um, he could still feel that there's still some tightness in my glute which i did say there is still tightness there like i can feel it nowhere near how it was when we first started this but he could feel that yeah straight away he got to the point and he said i can still feel that there's some tightness but like it's like so much better like way way better uh week by week which is good because obviously the volume has been going up as well uh the exercises really he said to stop the exercise now to see what happens without the exercise, but to start using FES, a functional electrical stimulation. So I stick in a couple of electrical pads on my booty and yeah, sending some electricity into them. Do you so, own do you own those yourself? Yeah, I have some that are useful are work. They, so luckily. Are they complex yeah. or something like that? No. What's what's the brand called? If I had it with me, I would tell you, but I don't. Are they, are they like little little pads that you stick on, yeah, wherever you want to stimulate, and then you can turn them up? Exactly. So there's two separate pads. You can stick them where you need to stick them, and there's uh, within the device, there's probably 17 different programs, uh, and then, yeah, you can set the duration, and away, away you go. They definitely so, yeah, do, do help, don't they, because you do feel it more the next day once you've used them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um so he, he, he said that he reckons that would be a good source of treatment now to use. And I have booked in to see him a week out from the marathon. He said he, did, he didn't actually need to see me, but I said I'd rather just come to see you just to make sure that everything is good and we are, yeah, good to go. So that's booked in. Cool. Thursday um, session. So it was three lots of 20 minutes off 90 seconds. It was actually four lots of 15 off 90 and I just wanted to get it done. So I uh, felt kind of okay. So I went for three lots of 20 minutes off 90 seconds uh, and ran it. So I ran the first 20 minutes at 3.20 per K, the second 20 minutes at 3.15 and then dropped down like 3.18 for the third lot. Um, with the recoveries, it was about 5.24 minute mile average for just over the hour i've made a little note saying graft so obviously was working towards the end of that i presume this uh, is on the treadmill again correct it's on the treadmill yeah. i funny enough i did i did a similar thing this week i obviously slightly less but i was going to do five or no six by five minutes yeah. i got about four minutes into the first rep and i thought I can just go a bit longer into this rep, then I could do less reps and yeah. it'll be easier. So I yeah, ended up doing 10 minutes and then I could, yeah, do less reps, do like three reps like you did. Um, but so, yeah, you started on 320s, you said, I think. Yeah, 320s, the first Which block. is just outside 220 pace and then dip down under 220 pace for the, the second two reps. Yeah, 315 and 318. Um why why did you go back up? Head, 
So the yeah. idea for me, I guess, uh, was to then get on marathon pace whilst at the tidiest point of the session, okay. so towards yeah. the back end of it, um, just to try and hit marathon pace and get a feel for that. And the pace didn't feel an issue, to be honest. It was just tired, and I felt very tired. And I think because I did the big session on the Sunday with that 10K race in the middle, and it was a 100-plus mile week for me. And then Tuesday, I did the K's reps, which mm. were quite tough. So then by Thursday, I was pretty tired, um, which is and fine. Not much, not much recovery. 90 seconds isn't... Not much. Is that no. just jumping? Yeah, jumping off for 90 seconds isn't much. Well, I, I was just jogging, actually. So I did what okay. you said you do. So I, was, yeah, I dropped the pace and jogged. Um, just because the rep wasn't super fast, it, it felt fine. Uh, in the evening, five mile at eight-minute mile. Uh, that session, I have never sweated so much. The place was soaked. Like the trainers must have thought, this guy is disgusting. Uh, but I thought really cleaned down. So, and then Friday morning, five at eight sixteen, and evening, five at eight minute miles, with a little note saying, so sleepy, and some little zits. Uh, Saturday morning, uh, Saturday morning was eventful. So, I mentioned last week about my wife getting into the London Marathon. So she's been doing a couple of weeks of training, doing actually really well. And she did a park run. So we went down to park run. And I supported her and my daughter who both did it. Uh, and in between, I, I jogged seven miles at 8.45. Uh, and then in the evening was rest, ready for Sunday's big marathon session. Which was outside in Cannon Hill Park in Birmingham. And it was two miles easy, two mile marathon pace, one mile float, three mile marathon pace, one mile float, four mile marathon pace, one mile float, three mile marathon pace, one mile float, two mile marathon pace, one mile float and two easy for a grand total of 23. A very good number. Ask good. Michael Jordan. So how many how many miles of that was at marathon pace? 14 at marathon pace averaged for the 14. The average was 523. So not quite marathon pace, um, but pretty close. And the floats was 611. So the, the target obviously was around 520. If, if you had to put a pace number, it would be 520, I guess. Um, and the flows would be anywhere I said between kind of six and six ten. I was kind of aiming for, and it worked out at six eleven average. Um, and yeah, it was just it was really hard. Like I, it, I was so tired from the off, and it was one of those sessions where. Warming up was fine, and then as soon as I hit the mar the first few steps into the marathon pace, it just felt really fast, and I knew it was just going to be absolute graft to get through the session. I had um, a friend called Adam who did half of the session, so he did two miles into the, the middle block of four, um, and then he like stopped, and then I had... Steve Turner, who enjoys the massage parlors, who messaged in the other day, and he was on the bike, so he helped out like massively. That was a big help. 
Um, so he helped get me through. But yeah, I just, when Adam stopped at that two mile, it was just, yeah, really tough. So I got to the end of the four, did the float, and then that three mile block was like super tough, really, really hard. Like I, it was, if nothing more, it was just a great like mental resilience just to get through. But then the two mile, yeah, I managed to hit that quite well and, and finish with a 5.13. And that was going up the hill in Cannon Hill. So, yeah, there was obviously something still there, but it was just really tight, like really tiring. And in the evening, gym, weights, sauna for a 111-mile week. Big, big week. So off the back of a 100-mile week, you've got three sessions in there. So what, 12 by K? 12 by K, three lots of 20 minutes, and then that marathon kind of a pyramid session. Big packed week, and no, and you say no, no bad issues with your hip or anything. No, a bit of glute tightness I could feel on Sunday in that session, but other than that, it's just general fatigue and tiredness. I guess is the yeah is the main thing I'm feeling. So that was that was four weeks out to go. Yeah. What what was on the plan this week? Was it was it a big week this week? That we're in so it's a big volume week but less quality so yeah um and then i'll have the be like the my, my kind of final marathon session is this this sunday uh i've managed to get myself through the the midweek kind of threshold this stuff uh which was just one session not quite as aggressive as the week we just spoke about and yeah i've got the the final big session on sunday but Lots of miles to get through. Yeah, the goal is to try and run around 120, 25 mile before wow. pull, pulling it all down. Okay, so, yeah. so another big week coming up next week. How do you mentally get through this point? Because I always, I always find it's usually about now, like three, four weeks out. You start to, I don't know. Sometimes get a bit. Yeah, you're tired. So you get a bit mentally drained from it all. Yeah. And it starts the runs then start to taper off. And it's sometimes too easy to sort of not prepare properly for a session. You sort of just accept it's going to come and then it's sometimes a bit of a struggle to get out. So how do you how do you manage these last few weeks? Yeah, so I definitely feel in some of that this week. Um like sleep's been quite poor as well, just with the kids and like the wife's busy at work so she's got lots on I've got lots on at work so that's been really tricky there's been a few times I've really not wanted to run not wanted to do the session uh just felt really tired and I guess um for me I, I know my goal is to try and run 220 so I know things need to be done to have a shot at that goal so I guess it's just about kind of digging deep enough to find something to create a little sense of drive just to get to the session and to get it done and just trying to allow that that whatever it is that you need to use just trying to use that sometimes what's quite useful is knowing how bad i would feel if i didn't do the run and thinking about how that would negatively impact me that i would be thinking i wish i'd have done my session and i didn't right so that sometimes is enough to actually just go and get it done because I know I'd feel bad if I didn't. Um, yeah, so just trying to frame exactly. my thinking 
uh, in that way, I guess. Um, and I'm you, trying to said, fuel and stuff, yeah. You said before that you're going to run with someone tonight, so I presume that's the other thing you do is try and get other people out there so you're, you've got yeah, someone but, to meet and you have to go. Yeah, that yeah that helps. So like I mentioned last week a bit, or the week before we got Team Alpha Red, so there's a group of like 50 guys, so throwing a message in there to see if anyone's running. And often I will even travel to wherever they are just so I've agreed I'm going to meet them, I'll be accountable, I'll turn up and I'll, well, I'll have to then get it done. So that will, that helps uh, for sure. But having the plan, you know, that I like, I tick every time I've done a run, I'll tick, tick it off. And the thought of not being able to tick it off would be, is quite upsetting. And I enjoy sitting down and writing in a diary and I'd like that to be like positive. So if I didn't manage, if I missed the run and didn't do it, it would then become quite negative and I, I, I don't really want that to happen. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. We've got a few listener questions coming in. We've got a few, a few more in-depth ones than some quickfire ones, I think, tonight. Somebody said, what do you listen to when you're on the treadmill or is there anything you're watching? Well, I watched the old London Marathon. Oh, yes, you did. As I just yeah. mentioned. Uh, I have in the past watched um, the, the race I'm going to do. So before I did London, I did watch the London from the year before. Uh, and I think trying to just visualise being there and seeing like landmarks, that helped. Yeah. Uh, when I did Valencia in 2019, I watched the the Valencia Marathon to, from 2018 all the time, and was it was really surreal actually because in in 20 when I raced in 2019, uh, I remember getting to one point of the race and there was a, a guy in front with a like quite um, you know I, I, you could see I could see who he was he had a ponytail. And I, I recalled him from seeing him Distinct, on. Distinctive is the word you're looking for. Distinctive. That's the word. He's very distinctive. Yeah, the ponytail. Yeah. Uh, but I'd seen him numerous times on YouTube in the 2018 race because he ran with one of the lead ladies. So I got to him and I figured he must be like running close to, to like two, like low 220s. So if I could just race him, that would be fantastic. I mean, he had no idea who I was. But, yeah, that was good till 40K when he, he dropped me. But, yeah, it's like that, I think that helps, like, just from a, a visualisation point of view and trying to put yourself there and thinking how you might feel during the race at certain points. Um, and when, when you're not watching Valencia Marathon, is there any, yeah. like, Netflix things you're watching or is it always...? So, the what I'm going to watch this week, I think... And I watched it, my last big session for London 2021 was The Last Dance, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Wow. That leads me to a quick fire question. LeBron or MJ? MJ. There you go. So you're going to rewatch the last, rewatch the last dance. Um, anything else you can recommend to the listeners that you've been watching recently on Netflix? Uh, or are you too busy? No, I did. I've watched Dharma. So <laughs> yeah. I got, got myself through Dharma. I'm not sure uh, that's the best thing to watch while you're trying to do a session, though. No. Um, I did watch, 
there's that new there's that new documentary that uh, I forgot the name now the bodybuilder lady who killed her, killed her husband who was a bodybuilder that's just come out okay I'll have a look for that see what that's called I do this as well people ask me what you've been watching on Netflix and you're like something I don't know what though but I've been watching yeah. something anyway there's been something but, um I've got another question here from Ben Duncan what's your Ben Duncan also asked the LeBron question. He said, what's your best moment in running and worst moment in running? Uh, my best moment in running, like as a personal, so I've got two. I have a personal, uh, like just me as an individual. My individual uh, most favourite moment, I guess, would be the Chester Marathon in 2018 when I broke 2.30 for the first time. Um I'd also, prior to that, had managed to kind of qualify for the whole age group England um, championships where you wear the the England vest, the kit, and you race. Um, at the time, I felt like that was like a big achievement. Um, and yeah, to obviously break 230 was a big achievement. And I, and I won the race. So the England, it was the Kel- called the Celtic Championships or something, age group Celtic champs. But I won that. I broke 2.30, I won the British Masters Marathon Championships in the same race and finished third overall and got like I don't know, 600 quid or something for this. Uh, so that was like, that was probably like one of my most favourite moments in running. Um, I mean, in London, I won the, the age group uh, for London and won the Abbott's World Champs thing. But yeah, I think that the Chester one is the, the one that probably stands out. And then from a team perspective was this year, uh, the Brat Club, we we took silver in the Midland Relays. And yeah, to, to medal at the Relays has always been something I really wanted to do in the senior team. Uh, so I was part of the the A team and we, yeah, took silver. And I, I ran like a, a, well, yeah, I ran a good leg for me. It was a PB leg. Uh, six, six stage or 12? Six that was yeah you be careful watch watch what's coming in the 12 stage we'll wait and was... see what about the worst moment in running the worst moment would be my i i think this my podcast. Fir- yeah this is a bit of a low point um no it's been great uh i think it will be my first go at running the marathon distance so my Greek friend had convinced me to run a marathon w- with him. It was called the Portsmouth Coastal. It's not even an official like registered marathon, I don't think. Like this post- Portsmouth Coastal Marathon. It was on December the 23rd, so two days away from Christmas. And he was going to devise the training plan, which uh, mostly consisted of the long runs being on a, a Monday night. I'd meet him after work. We'd do three or four miles around Cannon Hill Park in the dark. We'd then meet the the Brat Club and do their seven-mile jog. And then we'd do another three or four miles, whatever he wanted to do. We would constantly be popping back to his car, to the boot, where he introduced me to gels. And he's like, oh, you've got to have these gels in between these runs. So we'd have like two gels in between the three-mile and the seven-mile. And then another couple of gels between the seven and another three. So you ended up putting on more weight than you lost during the, the whole of the run. Uh, and we went down to Portsmouth. It had rained the whole, for two days, it had just chucked it down. 
We stayed the night before. He'd booked a hotel, two single beds. He was next to me. He has some sort of sleep apnea where he just like stops breathing. So I couldn't sleep because I thought he was dying. Uh, so I got no sleep. We turned up to the race. I set off like it was a, a park run that he, as fast as I could. Got to halfway, was in third place, thought, I'm going to win this, this marathon, no big deal. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's all off-road. I'd fell over twice at this point. I'm like these muddy paths uh, had hit the deck. And yeah, got to 16, 17 mile and wondered why my pace was significantly slower. And then all of a sudden got to 18 and it was, I mean, they talk about the wall. I full on, like that wall collapsed on me. I ended up like 11 and a half, 12 minute mile in with every step. Like my, my quads feeling like a knife had gone into my thighs and was just cutting my legs open. So yeah, I went from, I think I might have got up into second and I dropped down to like 10th. And I think around three hours, zero, zero and 11 seconds and something like that. And I just, I just couldn't care that I didn't break it three hours. I was in what so did, much pain. What did your great friend run it in? 3.20 something. He had an he had a thorn go through his shoe into his foot, and I was so happy. All right, let's do these last couple of quick fire questions. Um, we had these two on the on the main show last week. So, are you a shorts man or a tights man? Tights as in tight shorts. Are you talking short shorts and like short tights or like long tights? Long tights. Yeah shorts in the winter oh tights good and you know where sh- you know where your shorts over your tights do you shorts <laughs> yeah exactly no. um puddles you hurdling and we splashing hurdling although i think i'd listen to your podcast uh if there's people around then i could be tempted to to splash yeah exactly and the last one comes in from your mate, Steve Turner, who just mentioned Crocs or sliders? Hoka recovery sliders. You don't fancy this uh, world record in Crocs then? Is it like 67 for a half or something Pretty crazy good. that guy run? Yeah, it's not too bad. I'd have been happy with that in Valencia in the Vaporfly 65%. If, uh... <laughs> yeah, Great. craziness. Um, I was. I usually end by asking you anything happening next week, but as we're already on Friday, I'll ask you the question: anything happening big this weekend, apart from your your long run? No, I am. I am working, so I have some work to do tomorrow. That's Saturday, and my kids. I'm a bit gutted, really, because my. Son is making his debut cross country for uh, his running club that he's no part of that he doesn't probably want to be part of. Uh, so he's making his debut, and I'm going to miss it. And my daughter's racing as well at the the young cross country league race uh, because I'm doing this damn long run. So yeah, I'm going to miss their race, which is really quite sad. So I do like them watching and supporting. Yeah, it's not easy, is it? Trying to fit marathon training, family life, work, 
balance. It is, yeah, it is a challenge. But well, so hopefully I, you'll be a bit, you'll be a bit freer come December, so you can go watch. Just make sure they get through to the next round, or they run again in December, and you can go watch. Exactly. And if I start struggling on Sunday, I'll be thinking, well, I'm doing this instead of watching them. So that will be my motivation to get through the session, all being yeah. well. Exactly. All right, mate, I'll let you go. Go enjoy your 12-mile run in the dark. At least it's not raining. Well, it's not here. It's enjoy not the wind. That, no. yeah. yeah, brilliant. Thank you, mate. Hopefully in a big, nice session to come on on the weekend. Fingers crossed. We'll catch you again next week, mate. Look forward to it. You take care, mate. That young boy should have run. Should have run as fast as he can. He's looking at himself. He's no longer a young boy. He's looking back at a grown man. Young boy, run, run. They're trying to keep you in the slums, slums. Young boy, run, run. You gotta love yourself.